What's up, you guys? Welcome to episode 83 of the Daughter and Pops podcast. Excited to have you guys all on today. I know in the previous episode, we had a special guest Jim Walter on, which that was a super awesome podcast, and I really appreciated having him on. So make sure you stay tuned for more guests because it's going to get even more awesome. So today, I couldn't make up my mind on what I wanted to do with the podcast today. So we're kind of going to be scrambling a little bit everywhere because I couldn't make up my mind because there's so much going on and a ton that I've missed that I haven't reported to you guys yet. So I'm going to go ahead and kind of just go everywhere. I'll do it in like the categories and stuff like that, but... Um, I hope everybody has been well lately. I know this last weekend I played a tournament with the boys and that was really fun. Uh, I had a really good time. So make sure you check out the highlight clip on my Instagram page at Tati underscore Harness. I know my sister and I, we started summer this week. So excited about that because who doesn't love summer? I love summer. Summer is my favorite, um, season, season. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say month for a second, but no. Summer is not a month. It's my favorite season. So, um, yes. So, what was I going to say? There was one more thing I was going to say. But, again, my sister and I, we've been traveling a lot, doing a bunch of stuff, excited for the summer, things like that. So, I am going to go ahead and just get started. Um, Okay, so I believe the last time I left off, I'm going to start off with the WNBA and performances thus far thus far okay so here's what we're gonna do where you're gonna go to the WNBA hang on guys I'm doing this a little bit on the fly because I still couldn't decide what I wanted to do first okay so so far there's been about five to six games or anywhere from three to six games played for the WNBA for WNBA teams so far um and so right now we kind of got the we've kind of got the rankings thus far and I'm kind of a little bit upset about it because I was kind of been wrong so far unfortunately um so I'm gonna go ahead and start from the bottom so we're gonna start with the Minnesota Lynx the Minnesota Lynx they are one in four they haven't been too impressive so far yet um I know that let's see and Milich has been surprising. She's a center. She came off the bench. I know in her first game, she had 18. Wait, is the was that her first game? Um, oh, my bad. I was going off one of the last games. Okay, yeah. So she's been impressive. In her first game, she had seven points, a couple boards. In her second game, she only had two points, but she only played six minutes. And that was against the Mystics, in which the Mystics are unfortunately on the top. Don't know why, but they are. Um, but when Millet, she play, when she plays minutes, she gives it a lot. The best game she's had so far is when she's played 22 minutes. She had 18 points and 5 boards, so I know that she's been impressive so far. And then in the Minnesota Lynx last game, I know that they got their first win of the season against the LA Sparks, in which Kayla McBride had a really impressive important performance with 24 points and then she also hit the game winner and then I also know Mariah Jefferson has been doing well as well as Sylvia Fowles but they kind of need more I think they need more from Ariel Powers and then a little bit more from their rookie of you know Westbrook because um, she's on that team right now so need a little bit more from them all right now we're going on to the New York Liberty we need more from you the Liberty I had you guys as my sleeper pick so they are currently one and four as well 
they won their first game against the Connecticut Sun, in which Sabrina had 25, and then Natasha Howard had 16 and 6, 6 rebounds. So I was impressed by her doing well in that game. And then they lost their second game by 33 against the Chicago Sky, which nobody did well at all, not even Sabrina. Sabrina only had 2 points in that game. Hang Zhu, I think is how you say it, had 10 points in 9 minutes. Uh, she was their leading scorer with 10 points. They only had uh, 50 points put up. So, And then in the next game, they went to overtime with the Indiana Fever, in which that was a pretty good game, but then the Fever ended up pulling ahead and winning by 6. In that game, Sabrina had a good game, 31 points and 7 assists. And then Bentija Laney was finally back, and she had 16 points and 7 rebounds. So having her back, having her play helped for sure. That's how I was going to say it. Yeah. Um, and then they played against the Dallas Wings. They lost by 10. Uh, and Sabrina had 17 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists. Natasha Howard had 14 and 8. Hang Zhu. I think that's how you say it, Hang Zhu. I'm just going to say it that way. Had 10 points again. She's uh, pretty consistent when she plays. But they just need more. I think they need, they definitely need more from, excuse me, Stephanie Dolson. And then they need more from the bench. Sammy Whitcomb, Asia Durr, Onyenwer, I think is how you would say it. Um, they definitely need more. They need more, they need more, they need more. And then they lost to the Connecticut Sun by basically 30 again. Um, in which Ben Tijelani was their leading scorer with 60. So having her back in the lineup definitely helps. But they are going to need more. I just keep saying that. They need more. Okay, now we go to the Seattle Storm who are 1 and... Why does it say they're 1 and 3 when they've played 4 games? They are one, yep, just kidding, they're one and three. I read that wrong. We're not talking about that, guys. All right, so they won their first game by 23 against the Minnesota Lynx, in which Joel Lloyd and Brianna Stewart both had 17 points each. Sue Bird and Stephanie Talbot, Talbot off the bench had 11, and then Epiphany Prince had 13, so that was a big help for them. Um... They had a pretty good game overall for that one, so not going to speak much on that. Then they played against the Aces, and they lost by 11. And Brianna Stewart had 21 points, 8 rebounds. Jewel Lloyd had 19, so we're going to consistently count on them. And then Epiphany Prince had 11 coming off the bench and only playing 10 minutes. So we're going to consistently be able to count on Brianna Stewart and Jewel Lloyd getting points up. They definitely need to play some better defense, and then they need more from their uh from their other guards because or I'm sorry their other forwards because having Brianna Stewart as basically the star forward right and then you had uh, you have Gabby Williams and Ezie Magbegor in the starting lineup in which they're not they haven't been doing much and then coming off the bench you have Talbot, Rashonda Gray and Chantel Lavender you're going to need some more points from them better defense by far, definitely better defense. And then they lost a 20 by the Phoenix Mercury, in which Juliet had 26. Um, it doesn't look like Brianna Stewart played in that game from what I'm seeing, uh, which makes sense why they lost by so much. 
Um, the only people that put up points were Joel Lloyd, Sue Bird with 14, and Mag Begore again with 11. So, seems like definitely the people that you're going to be able to count on for them to score points is Jewel Lloyd, Brianna Stewart, and Ezzy Mag in which she ended up getting the starting, starting lineup. And then I think you're going to need to give Reyna Perez some more minutes. She had two minutes. She's only, in the first game, she only had it with one, she had an Oh, my gosh. In her first game, she had an assist within a minute of being in there. So I think she should get some more playing time for sure. And then they went ahead and the Phoenix Mercury beat them again, but this time only by three. So it was by far a closer game. But, again, Brianna Stewart didn't play in that game. Jewel Lloyd had 26 again. Mag Begore with eight points and ten rebounds. So... You need more from Gabby Williams, and I'm also going to say that you need more from Sue Bird being your starting point guard. All right, so now we're moving on to the next team, the Indiana Fever. The Indiana Fever, they are 2-4. and four. They've had an okay start to the season. They lost in their first game by 14 to the Washington Mystics. I know that Kelsey Mitchell has been impressive for them so far. In the first game, she had 18 points, and Alyssa Smith had 13 points, 13 boards. So in her debut, she had a double-double, which is impressive. And then Victoria Vivians had 9 points and 6 rebounds coming off the bench, so that was a big help. And then you have Queen Egbo, who had 10 points and 6 boards in the starting lineup. You need some more boards from her. Um, and then need more from Destiny Henderson. I know that team's just so young, so there's like so much you can critique, but they're filled with rookies. And then in the second game, they played against the Los Angeles Sparks, in which they lost by 10, but they played a pretty good overall game. I was impressed by them in this game. Destiny Henderson ended up with 19 points, and then Kelsey Mitchell had 15 points and 7 assists. Um, and then you had Nellis Smith with 13 points and 9 rebounds, almost another double-double. And then Alana Smith, I think is her name, had 10 points. And then Emily Angsler with 9. Um, and so I definitely think that they're on the right track for sure. And again, this is just their first two losses. We haven't even gotten to their wins yet. Uh, which this next game against the Minnesota Lynx, we're going to get to their win. They beat them by 6. Um, and in this game... They had a great game. Kelsey Mitchell had 26. So Kelsey Mitchell is clearly the star of the team this year. She's be she's going to be the one to depend on the most. And then Crystal Dangerfield had 10.6 assists coming off the bench. And then everybody else had anywhere between 7 and 9 points everywhere else. So it seems like pretty good ball movement they're having. They're able to trust each other, which is going to be a big help for them um, being so young. And then in this game... Okay, I was going to say, I wasn't seeing the points for a second. I was looking at the assists. So this game was the overtime game between the Indian Fever, who won 92-86 against the Liberty, in which there was a lot of points and a lot of rebounds put up. So in this game, there's going to be a lot to say. Kelsey Mitchell had 24 points. Victoria Vivians in the starting lineup had 20 points. She played a really good game. She had three threes. And then Danielle Robinson had 17 points and eight boards. Then you had Nalissa Smith, the double-double, 12.17 rebounds. And then Queen Egbo with eight points, 14 rebounds. And that was about it. So you had the big starting lineup putting up a ton of points in that game. Um, And then we don't need to go over the next two games. They lost by... Uh, they lost both times to the Atlanta Dream, um, 
Definitely could play a better game. Kelsey Mitchell again at 27. She's probably the leading scorer in the WNBA right now. And then Nalissa Smith with 18. So they need some better defense because I feel all of their games are pretty high scoring, which is good for them. But they're letting the other team get a lot of points against them. So I definitely think that they need to play some better defense. I don't feel like their offense is their problem because they have shooters, guards, forwards. They can score the ball, clearly. Um, but I think better defense is going to be a big key for them. All right, so now we're going to move on to the Los Angeles Sparks. We're going to move a little bit quicker here because we're going kind of slow. Um, so we're going to move on to the Los Angeles Sparks. They had a really good opening night against the Chicago Sky. It went to overtime, and they ended up winning by seven. I was feeling pretty confident after this night, but Jordan Canada had 21 points, eight assists. Neka Agumake had 19.7 rebounds. Liz Cambage, Lexi Brown, and Kennedy Carter each had 12 points. Uh, so they had a pretty good opening night against the Chicago Sky. Um, and then they played against Indiana Fever and they won by 10. Another great night. Liz Cambage with 22 points, 11 boards. I was impressed by her performance. Uh, and then Brittany Sykes had 17. So far, I was impressed by Kennedy Carter having 12 points in each game coming off the bench. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting too much from her this season just because of the star power that they do have, but I'm a little bit impressed by her so far. Uh, and then they lost to the Atlanta Dream by two points, which the Atlanta Dream have been impressive so far. Jordan Kinnan has had 19, so she's been their leading scorer almost each game. And I know she can score the ball. I know she's a really good shooter, and she's able to attack downhill. So impressed by her as well. And then in their next game, they played against the Connecticut Sun, which they lost by 17. They only put up 60 points. So there wasn't a ton of points scored all across the board. Um, but they're getting their bigs looks. They're getting their guards looks. Excuse me. I don't know where the heck that came from. Then they played against the Minnesota Lynx, which they lost by three. Neka was the leading scorer with 22 points, eight boards. Then you had Cambage and Lexi Brown with 12. I've been impressed with Lexi Brown this season as well. I wasn't expecting too much for her. It's kind of like the Kennedy Carter situation. Um... And so I was impressed by her. I don't think I have enough time to go over each and every game for each team. But then at the seventh spot, you have the Phoenix Mercury, who are two and two, kind of where I, expe- I projected them to start and finish. The Dallas Wings at the number six spot, two and two. F- Chicago Sky at five, two and one. I expected them to be lower. Connecticut Sun, four spot, two and one. Number three, the Atlanta Dream was not expecting that, four and one. Number two, the Las Vegas Aces, four and one, and then number one, the Washington Mystics, four and one. I need the Washington Mystics and the Los Angeles Sparks to trade. Please trade. Okay, so now we're gonna go on to some NBA stuff. I know that if I can find it quick enough. Can I find it? Can I find it? I know that there was just the NBA draft draft lottery. Um, in which, in which, okay, so the number one pick, the Orlando Magic are going to have it, and then the number two pick is going to be the Oklahoma City Thunder, and number three is the Houston Rockets. So, if I can get there quick enough, the last, so, oh my gosh, why can't I say this? Um... It's on my Instagram. I saved it because I thought this was pretty interesting. Um, it said one of the last times. 
the Oklahoma City Thunder had the second pick. Oh my gosh, I need to find it. It's probably on Sports Center. Give me one second, you guys. I want to find this because I thought this was a pretty interesting stat. Um, what the heck? What the heck? Okay, well, it was something like the last time the Oklahoma City Thunder had the, um, oh my gosh, House of Highlights. Let's see if it's on House of Highlights. Let's see, let's see, let's see. No, okay. Well, something like the last time they had the number two pick, they got two really good picks. Um... I don't know why I can't find it this time. Of course, the one time I want to find it for you guys. I can't find it. Ugh, that's annoying. But what I was saying was that the, the Orlando Magic got the number one pick. And then the second pick was with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Third pick was the Houston Rockets. Fourth pick was the Sacramento Kings, and then fifth pick was the Detroit Pistons. So I expect Chet Holmgren to go to Orlando. That's what I think it's going to be, um, just because I have I think he's the best player in the draft entering this year. Um, and so I'm expecting a lot from him. I think that, oh, this is what it is. Okay, so I finally found it, you guys. So the last time Oklahoma City Thunder had the number two pick, both times they drafted Kevin Durant and Gary Payton, which was two fantastic picks. So we'll see if they get another superstar in the making at the number two pick. I'm so sorry, guys. I don't know why that took me forever to get, but that's what I wanted to share with you guys. Um, I don't know why. I thought that was a pretty cool stat. Then, okay, so now we're going to go on to the playoffs. We're going to start, uh, we're just going to go to the game seven, skip right to the point. Dallas Mavericks against the Phoenix Suns, one of the biggest upsets in NBA playoff history. It went all the way to game seven, and this game wasn't, like, it was done from the beginning of the game. It was done after the first quarter. In each, so after the first quarter, it was 27 to 17, Right. And the Mavericks were winning. But this was the sloppiest game I've ever seen the Phoenix Suns play. The most off night ever. Dallas Mavericks were literally making every shot possible. Then, going into the second quarter, at the end of before halftime, the score was 57-27. to 27. They were up by 30. Okay? And then, I don't even know. After that, it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, it was just... It was just terrible. It was a blowout. It wasn't even close. Luka Doncic went off. He had 35 points and 10 rebounds. He was making literally like every shot possible. Then you had Spencer Dinwiddie who came off the bench who had 30 points. That was impressive. Then you had Jalen Brunson with 24. So though all of them combined, they had a total of 65, uh, 89 points out of their 123. The Dallas Mavericks won 123 to 90. They won by 33 points. The Phoenix Suns were so sloppy. It was it was terrible. Cam Johnson led the team with 12 points. 
Chris, Devin Booker was three for 14. Um, it was bad. It was just really bad. That's all I could say. So props to the Mavericks, but I know the Phoenix Suns are going to learn from this. They're going to move on, I hope. Um, it's a good thing Chris Paul is not retiring yet, at least from what's been said so far. Um, but he barely played any minutes, it felt like. Um, and Aton didn't play very much either. Aton, Aton, he didn't play very much either. So I know a lot about this because I watched the game, um, the entire game, and it was just super sloppy. It was a terrible game. Yeah, if well played by the Mavericks, not by the <laughs> Phoenix Suns. So then we go to the other game seven between the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks, in which it was another blowout. They won by 28. So <laughs> I didn't think there would be another blowout, but there was. Boston Celtics move on. This was a really good series. I really enjoyed watching this series. So Giannis ended up with 25 points, 20 rebounds, 9 assists. He had an insane night. And then... Drew Holiday had 21 points. Brooke Lopez had 15 and 10. Bobby Portis had 10 points. And that was about it. They needed more from their other players, definitely. Uh, because nobody else really scored besides those four people that I mentioned. And then the Boston Celtics, Grant Williams had an outstanding game. He had 27 points and six rebounds. So there was this thing said, Grant Williams has never made more than six three-pointers in a game. And Grant Williams has never attempted more than, like, 12 three-pointers in a game or something like that. And that night, he had seven three-pointers, and he shot 18. So it was a historic night for him, and he carried and he led the team to that win. Uh, Because besides that, you had Jason Tatum with 23, Jalen Brown with 19, Marcus Smart with 11, Peyton Pritchard with 14. They just played a really great game. So it was similar to the Mavericks Bucks. Or I'm sorry, Mavericks Suns, uh except this time it was Celtics Bucks. So then last night, um we had the first game of the series between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat in which the Miami Heat won 118-107. I feel like this this series can go to uh 7 games as well. But Jason Tatum had 29, Jalen Brown had 24. Williams and R. Williams the third and Peyton Pritchard both had 18. So need some more again from Grant Williams and then White in the starting lineup. For the Heat, Jimmy Butler did what Jimmy Butler does, 41 points. Tyler Hero with 18. Vincent with 17. Struss with 11. And then Adebayo with 10. You need some more from Adebayo there, in my opinion. And then tonight we have game one of the Dallas Mavericks against the Golden State Warriors. I'm going to take the Golden State Warriors in the first game, but I see this going seven games as well. So be prepared for some long games in the NBA playoffs, in my opinion. A lot of points scored, all that type of stuff. So I know I'm going to be at practice tonight, so I won't get to watch some of the game. But I'm rooting for the Warriors this series. I really hope the Mavericks don't win. And if they do, Luka is going to be like the best player ever. (laughs) But Luka is really impressive. Nobody could stop him. Nobody's going to stop him on the Warriors either. Um, so we'll see how it goes, but that is all I had for you guys today, WNBA and NBA. I kind of went a little bit everywhere, but that's what I expected myself to do. So I appreciate everybody listening in. I know I'm going to have another guest on here soon, so stay tuned. Um, and yes, thank you all for tuning in. I'll see you all next time. That wraps up episode 83 of the Daughter and Pops podcast.